Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, Old School. It is a birthday celebration. It is a It tribute. is. It actually, it is a, a great birthday present right there. It's a tribute. Uh, and the welcome back. Yeah. Uh, I miss my old friend. I'm glad he's, he's showing up this morning. Tom Stevens. Old thank friends? You. Thank yeah. you, bro. Thank you. Oh, it's Man, I, Johnny Holiday's here. Johnny Holiday. I'm not going to miss that. Like Johnny Holiday's here. That's the only see. reason Tom comes and sees us. I, I, I was <laughs> right? telling Tom, I was like, I started coming in the morning, and then it was, you know, say like I start on Monday. Tom was like, I'm out of here, man. I, I, had a, I got a complex, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's tough to do. Yeah. I put in my 10 years. I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't miss. I mean, it was, it was fun uh, doing, obviously, a show with DP. But uh, we started – together basically during you know COVID yeah. and we would call Johnny and it was like 20 minutes of goal like yeah. we'll, we'll just knock off Vinny, 20 minutes right Vinny there Johnson. it was instant yeah. offense yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> you know like we were, we were there we were talking we were talking about your dad last night because I was explaining to Johnny I'm like well no no the foremans these are DMV kids these are oh yeah these are DC folks yeah. um and Tom's the world's biggest Vikings fan <laughs> So oh. yeah, so I thought, uh, okay, this is this we had is a couple <laughs> of Maryland guys up there. Yeah. John Tice, Mike yeah. Tice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mike Tice, Mike Tice. Yeah, we 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 fall into it nicely. So yeah. you know, there's that. Yeah. I I do want to say because we all share some some physical nightmare stories, uh, and and Johnny shared his. Tom, of course, you know we know yours. Hmm. So tell tell Johnny your story, and then I'll have Johnny tell you his because it's mind blowing. Well, I had uh, two heart attacks, as most people who listen to this station know. Uh, first one, uh, 2014, uh, happened here. But I, I didn't know what a heart attack was. And I, I take fairly good you know, care of my body, so I didn't – it's not a heart attack. I mean, there's no way. Uh, so I went home. I was like uh, – I was working Ooh. with John Gaskins at that time. Mm. I just got in my car. I'm having a heart attack on the way home. But I don't know what a heart attack is. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, that's probably heartburn, right. that type of thing. Uh, my brother happened to be living with me at that time. He goes, you you don't look good. Uh, I'm fine. I'm going to take a nap. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Take a nap. I'll be fine. I'll wake up. Refresh. And going, I'm not breathing. Maybe you'll wake up. I'm not breathing. Uh, and I just collapse and, you know, he's doing CPR, uh, but and he calls the ambulance and it takes 20 minutes to get there. Uh, I'm completely blue when they get there. Huh. Um, and they use this thing. I was telling Johnny earlier, the Lucas device, which I was one of the first in the country to, to have it used on me. It mimics CPR. My brother for doing it for 10 minutes was completely exhausted i mean he's just collapsed on the floor they get there and they think this guy's a goner we'll take him to the hospital i get there i'm completely blue and you know even if if i make it through surgery probably gonna you know wake up with very little there um but you know somehow survived put a stint in about 24 hours later they wake me up thinking this is probably not going to go well, but he's alive, you know. So they snap their fingers, and I, where am I? And uh, I'm talking to my wife now, that that time my girlfriend, Heidi, and she says, you're in the hospital. I go, what happened? 
She said, you had a heart attack. You know, it must have been the baked potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but they thought, they thought when we wake this guy up, well, he's going to be, you know, gone. Right. And they realized after that conversation, I was. Wow. But You are lucky. And then had another heart attack, uh, 2018. Yeah. Well, 2018. But feel great. Same, same part of the heart? Yeah, that time they did a quadruple bypass. Again, that time had it at the station. Jake Sorensen takes me to the hospital. He, instead of going to the emergency room, the emergency part, he takes me through the front door. Oh, Jake. We walk in there together. I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) We're trying to check in. And there's this old guy making time with the receptionist. He's like, yeah, how you doing? How you doing? I'm like, heart attack. (laughs) But So they finally get me up there, and I'm starting to feel better. And, but the alarm goes off, and all these nurses are rushing. I'm thinking, this isn't it, good. it, it yeah. must be that guy over there, because I, mean, I feel great. They go, they go, what's the deal with oh, all this? My Lord. They go, this is you, buddy. You're you're having you're having a major one, and so made it. But I'm still I'm still around. You can't you, you can't, can't get, get rid of me. Can't you can't get rid of, get rid of me. Johnny's story is a plane crash. Incredible. What happened there? Plane crashed. <laughs> there you go. I mean. Uh, one of those like small yeah Cessna 172 and I'd read a story in the Washington Post about this little old lady in Lovingston Virginia lived at the top of the mountain in a log cabin Um, this is December of 1974 the story comes out by Ken Ringle of the Washington Post who got a Pulitzer Prize for writing this story it's about the mountain people of of uh of, of down in southern Virginia hey. in Lovingston and a flood waters came down the mountain washed away homes washed away people drowned this little old lady has a gigantic rock behind her log cabin it's like a made for Disney television mm-hmm. movie the water's coming down the mountain hit the rock and go around the house and she's saved and she was 91 years old so I read the story, and I call Ken Ringel. I said, "Is there? Hey, I think I'd like to." I see she, she just had a phone put in. I'd like to call this lady and put her on the air. I'm doing the morning show yeah. at WWDC in Washington, and he said, "Let me tell you something. She's very proud. Very doesn't need any kind of sympathy." So I would call and talk to her about her life, and it's incredible. That's all I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you. So I called her up. Put her on the air. We're talking. And I said, Miss Dora, I'd like to come down and visit with you sometime. Come on down. Come on down. I said, okay. And so the next day when I come to work, there are boxes of clothing and food for this lady. Mm. And we get so much, we have to get a charter a plane to take us down there. So my daughter, who was 11 at the time, is with me. We fly to Lynchburg. The Red Cross meets us. So she'd given us instructions how to get to her log cabin. You go up 29. You turn at the abandoned feed house. (laughs) You go up this dirt road. There's a tree across the road. Go around the tree to the next intersection. There's an abandoned gas station. You turn left. You keep on going to the top. of. That's where we are. And sure enough, that's exactly the way it turned out. We get up to the top of the mountain, a little log cabin, smoke coming from it, and she's on the front steps with a little apron, little knit hat on, a stick in her hand, and like 
17 dogs and cats running around. And she wasn't about to come off the top of that step. And we weren't about to go up on that step. So we're talking, and I finally said, Miss Dora, uh, we have some things here for you that I'd like to drop off to you from all the people of Washington who read the story in the paper. All right, come on in. And she's got like a flashlight. Takes us inside the log cabin. And I see something go across the floor. That's don't worry about that's Freddy the skunk. Don't worry about Freddy. <laughs> he ain't gonna bother anybody. And there are boxes of cl- of clothing and food and gifts from floor to ceiling in this big room. And I said, Well, I see some other people have sent you some things. Yeah, I don't know why people are doing this. And I says, Have you ever been to Washington? Nope. Nope. Uh, I see you got a, a birthday card from the president. I, I don't even know him. He don't know me. I mean, she, it was incredible. So it comes time to leave. And I said, Miss Dora, oh, my daughter says to me, uh, Daddy, I have to go to the bathroom. So I said, Miss Dora, could, could Tracy use your bathroom? Sure. Comes down off the steps, takes her around. It's an outhouse. This is 1975 now, mm-hmm. outhouse. Tracy comes back and I said, where'd you go? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, uh, I, it was just a little house. So on the way back, the guy is going to land at uh, Hydefield and Clinton. And it's a windy night, and the plane's coming down toward the runway. And he said, I think I'm going to take it around again. Um, he was having trouble controlling the plane. So I reached back in the back, and I tightened Tracy's seatbelt. And the next thing I know, I'm in an ambulance. No recollection of anything. And there's an ambulance attendant. She's got a compress over my nose and my face. And uh, I, she said, you just have a scratch on your nose. We're just trying to stop the bleeding. I said, my nose feels like it's behind my left ear. Mm-hmm. Take me to the hospital. And uh, first of all, they, they contact my wife. I couldn't remember my number. My daughter's okay. They check her out. So I've got a broken nose, I've got some hand lacerations, and a little discomfort in my stomach. Not, not bad, though. And uh, they get a hold of my, my wife, and uh, they said, your daughter and your husband have been in a plane accident. They're at Southeast Community Hospital. And she says, what's their condition? We're not at liberty to give that information out. So she said, I'm not, I'm not gonna drive all that distance from here to there and not knowing what my daughter, what condition my daughter and husband are in. So she calls another doctor friend of mine. He says, get him out of that hospital. I'll transfer him to Sibley. I'll go to Sibley. Where's the picture? You get any pictures? What kind of pictures? They took x-rays of your, of your stomach and all. No, no. Okay. Puts me to bed, sets the nose, 7 o'clock in the morning. Joe Theismann's in the room with me, wow. a couple of other Redskins, and we're talking, and we're joking it up, you know, and I'm, I'm a little sore, but that's about all. So Dr. pops in and says, uh, Johnny, we got a little problem, so uh, can you guys excuse us for a few minutes? Uh, your blood count is way up there, so we think your spleen is ruptured. We're going to take out the spleen. So 30 days later, I leave the hospital, 30 days. And this doctor basically saved my life. And all of a sudden, like you, Tom, there are, you, you think back and you say, man, I am so lucky. Because how many times do you read about a small plane Man. 
right. goes down in a Nebraska cornfield or an Iowa cornfield, and a family of five is wiped out. Like that, you're either here or you're not here. And you want it, you change your priorities a little um, bit of, of what you're going to do, how you're going to live your life and do things. And it's just just a strike of just a fate that I was saved, basically. You have no memory of uh, no, the actual crash of no. like, this is going down, this could be bad. Nope. No, nothing at all. Remarkable. No, That's crazy. Just, and, and thank goodness I didn't. Yeah, right, I don't yeah. need that I memory. Have, uh, we'll, I, throw it, we'll throw it to break here. We've got two segments to get in, but that that's why I wanted to have this conversation. That's pretty that's, that's to, amazing. To move things. Uh, stay tuned. Johnny, Johnny Holiday, Tom Stevens, Jay Foreman, myself, Rico, man on the board. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be right back to Old School on 93.7 The Ticket. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.